Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> Happy day 67 of the program. I just said to Tony, why do I feel like I'm sitting in the dark? Well, because I was sitting in the dark. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, so week nine, this is our revamp week. Um, you have to understand how everything comes together at this point. So if you were to take any given week of the program and dissect it, you know, like someone looking in who doesn't understand how the program one week leads into the next, leads into the next, leads into the next. One week builds on the next and the next and the next. We are de we are lowering our set point, the, the weight which our body feels most comfortable at because it has adjusted around that weight. The size of your heart to pump the blood through your body, your body temperature, your hormones all get set around a certain weight. And so what we've been doing is systematically lowering that set point as you lose the weight. This is why plateaus are so important. You need them. You want them. This is why losing weight in a healthy way is really important rather than forcing and starving and depriving. Again, the simple act of forcing and, and starving and depriving your body to burn the fat off will cause you to lose the weight. It will also it will also cause a need for your body to store that fat back plus more to get back up to that set point. So we have been lowering your set point, but simultaneously helping your body get healthier and healthier and healthier, increasing your metabolism, giving it the resources it needs to repair and rebuild. So one week of the program leads into the next, leads into the next, not just in a physical sense, but on a mental sense and all the things that you're working through. This is why like in the beginning of the program, you're eating so often because people are used to either eating eating, not eating all day long, or when they do eat, overeating their portions because their body has gotten used to eating a certain amount at those meal times. So we're trying to kind of spread that out. Or if you take somebody who is used is used to not eating, starting to di- stimulate their digestive system more often. And so if you took it any look at any one week of the program, someone might say, well, it's not normal to eat, you know, six times a day. And, you know, it's not normal to split up your meals and snacks into such small portions. It's not normal to, you know, it's not healthy to, to bump up your protein about like keto, for example. It's not health, healthy for you. Um, but what we're doing this week, even though we are bumping up the protein and fat, it, it's not, that's not keto. We're not putting the body in ketosis and forcing it to burn fat. We are just implementing foods that give us more sustaining energy after understanding how that works by splitting up your meals and snacks and separating those proteins. Really understanding how certain foods that you are choosing affect your body. And so this week, for example, um, with decreasing your two afternoon snacks down to one, what you're also doing is adding protein and fat to that morning fruit, morning snack. It doesn't have to be fruit anymore. You are making protein and fat more of the focus at your lunch. So you're going to feel more sustained. So you shouldn't need those two afternoon snacks. 
right? And and when you do have those that one afternoon snack, you're adding the your your protein and fat to your carbohydrates, which are, again are giving you that more sustaining energy. So it's going to help you leading into dinner. So so there's a rhyme and a reason to everything that we're doing here, and it's all about getting in tune to your bodies and your body's needs, so that once you do to not only help you lose the weight, obviously, but once you do lose the weight, to to be in a place where you're super calm around foods, physically, mentally, your body has no reason to store fat back. Um, your body tells you when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. You just trust that and you're in tune to that. You know, if you overeat, it's because you've made a conscious choice to overeat, you know. So it's not just what we're doing with the food. It's really what you're learning along the way about how your body's responding to the food and also the things that you're working through, right? So it's such a cool week. Um, it's going to phase us into uh, personalizing the plan. Make no mistake as we move forward. So a lot of times when people feel like they have more choices, they feel like, oh, there's no structure, so I'm going to eat all the things. It's where you have to really learn to trust yourself. Why would you Why would you do things that are going to set you back when, you're, when you work so hard to help lose the fat? You're not there yet. And with the program as we go, although you may have more flexibility and you may have more choices, it's all of the structure. We are not letting up on what we're doing. We are leveling up on what we are doing with this process. So just keep that in mind as we move forward. Let me see if I've got any questions. Loading up. Trying to get to as many questions as possible today. And then I always get on these tangents. When, when are you getting married? So I'm getting married uh, mid-April. Uh, it's a destination wedding. So I'll be heading to Mexico in the two weeks in between uh, the groups. <laughs> that's pretty much the only time this year that I have to get married. Uh, we could sort of run one group into the next. Into the next, We're pretty relentless about that. We do t take uh, a big chunk off in the summertime, but that's in preparation of doing all the things for the other group. So there's two weeks uh, in between uh, this group and the next, which reminds me, now really is the time that we start to remind people to get signed up for the next group. Now, don't feel the pressure of that, right, if you're not sure what you're going to do. However, I would be remiss not to point out that in all 19 groups that I've run, I've sold out every single time. And thousands of people miss out. And I know this because I know there are some of you in this group who missed out on the fall group. And I know there are some of you in this group who have friends and family who missed out on this group. So this is a big heads up. It's just massive reminders. Um, you do want to start thinking about getting signed up just because the pandemic is kind of winding down, although I know it's still very much real for some people. The spring and summer group is our biggest group by far. That's where we have our biggest jump in members. And we are going forward with a solid team. So we're very mindful, not just, just to add more and more and more and more people to the group. We, we can only handle a certain number of people based on the posts that we have and the team that we have. So we really do seriously limit numbers. So just a heads up on that. Um, but what was my point? What was my point? Yeah, so that's the next group. It's coming April 24th and I'm getting married in between there. I'm getting married in between there. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Livy Nation. Oh, that's so funny. Hi, everyone. Happy day 67. Feelings. Hi, Sarah. My goodness, I've been talking about you the last couple of days. What an amazing conversation. I'm going to bring it up again. Uh, if you missed Sarah Shulman and our Spill the Tea conversation on Tuesday, talk about what I was just talking about. You know what's so cool at this point is you really do, and I hope that you do, see how everything that you're doing is coming together. Do you know, it's really hard, and this is your first program, it's really hard to explain how it all comes together in the end because there's so many moving parts week to week to week and so many things you're focused on. It's hard to explain. In fact, 
Um, when, when we first started the group, this is sort of where we were like, what, what do we, I didn't even have a name for the program. This is something that I've always been doing with my clients and that's where the Libby Method, that was actually one of our members who came up with the Libby Method. But every now and then we're like, just try to describe the program, you know, like how would you describe it? So we know it's actually very difficult to describe it to people. Talk about the new spring group coming up. If you have friends and family who are interested, um, we do have a website where we try to be super transparent and break it down. It's hard to describe it. As someone on my Instagram account yesterday was like, well, what makes the Livy Method different? Like, how is it different? What are we doing? And I was just like, ah, I went to go respond. And I was like, ah, I got to go to bed. I don't have this energy to write down. And I was like, what would I going to say? Like, how do I say it in a couple sentences? Um, what you're, we're doing here. And then I was going to be like, just go to the website. There's a, there's a whole part, there's a whole part of it. Um, but sure, Sarah did a great job of really just, um, encompassing the, the evolution of her journey and the journey reflective of most people doing the program and kind of how, how you feel when you first start and what you experience in the second program. And, you know, her third program, she her fourth program, 80, 82 pounds down on her first program. And it's really got me because of this conversation about, you know, um, Weight Watchers, you know, Zebdick. We actually, actually had a really good conversation yesterday as well on our way in Wednesday over in our maintenance group um, with Melanie she's she's uh, done the program she's been maintenance for a while she worked for Weight Watchers for 18 years we had a really interesting conversation but you know this program what you get out of this process and this isn't a toot my horn or nothing because you guys are showing up you're doing all the work it's you doing all the work you can't you can't buy in a quick fix like what what you learn and and what you can accomplish on this program process physically mentally you can't buy that you you can't buy it in a little pill that you take every day that suppresses your appetite so you're not hungry do you know what I mean you can't buy that in a quick fix where you may lose your weight quickly but you're just going to gain it all back you you can't buy I mean you can buy it by purchasing the living method obviously <laughs> but you know what I mean like there's a, there's a lot of hype and I, I know what's happening right now is one diet is becoming cool again. I, I can feel it. Dieting is becoming cool again. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I think after the pandemic, people just want to lose weight. They're just like, you know what? I know dieting is not cool. Maybe it's not healthy, but fuck, I got to lose this weight. I gained this weight. I need to lose it. So people are looking to lose weight. And then what's happening was the talk and, and even I am seeing people Man, I am seeing people who've, I don't want to dwell on this whole Ozempic weight loss pill stuff, but I'm seeing people, when I scroll back in our Instagram accounts, you didn't, you know, there's, I've seen you try to lose weight for three years now doing crappy diets. Don't tell me that in three months you've lost like 40 something pounds. Like, I don't think so. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not trying to disrespect people, but even I can see it um, out there. And, and it, at the Oscars, people were talking about this Oscars. So many people, not just like skinny, but like super skinny. And it really puts it in your head, this quick fix. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, I can always do that. And I can always do that. And I can always do that, right? Meanwhile, like time goes by and you're not really doing anything about anything. So it's really easy to get caught up on, oh, I could just do these quick fixes. And so that's sort of where we're at right now. It's a really weird space and vibe in the diet industry I'm not sure what's going on but what I do know is that I'm holding on people like our members who there's just so many so many non-scale victories anyway I, I gush over Sarah but what she have to say feeling so energetic and hungry this morning <laughs> 
This follows a drop on the scale. Today will be about maximizing the shit out of my meals, snacks, waters, and self-care. Okay, yeah, I love this. So don't forget about maximizing, right? Pull out that maximizing post, all those things that you can focus. And it's not like do more, do more, do more, right? It's not like do more. It's just like remind yourself of the things that you you can do with this process. Because at this point, you're juggling so many balls, sometimes you forget about super basic things. Like maybe you added in the supplements in the beginning and, you know, things were working well for you. So you kind of, life got busy and you laid off those supplements. Do you know, now you're thinking, oh, why am I not having that kind of same action happening? Well, it could be that you're, you maybe you don't have that omega-3 coming in every day like you did before. Maybe you're, you know, you don't have that magnesium that's, that's helping, right? So, so don't forget about maximizing, but it is normal for some people to be hungry. I talked about this on my check-in this morning. Um, people are nervous about being hungry and asking and thinking it's because they need to, de they decrease their snacks down to one. When in more reality, it's probably where we're at in this program with your metabolism actually increasing. So your metabolism is the is the amount of energy your body is giving you day to day. And so, you know, when you came into this program and process and your body's feeling you need to store fat, you felt really like more lethargic, didn't have great energy. That's because your body kept you on reserve mode. You, you've probably done diets, you forced your body to burn fat, so your body's very protective of your fat. It's like, you can't have my fat. So this is why a lot of times you think, I want to exercise, but then when you go to do it, you're just tired and your body's like, now sit your ass down, honey. Do you know what I mean? Like you have all these thoughts, these things you want to do, but at the end of the day, you don't have the follow through with your energy. That's kind of the feeling. Your body's got you on reserve mode. It's not giving you access to that energy. And so as you give your body what it needs, it's like, wow, this is good. I keep getting all these energy foods. I keep getting all these resources. I guess I don't have to be as protective of my fat as I did before. And that's what we mean by give your body what it needs so it no longer feels need to store fat. And your body kind of lifts the veil on your metabolism. It starts to give you more energy. And this is something that happens when people do a lot of diets and they do crash diets and what happens after you take these weight loss medications and pills that suppress your appetite is your body adjusts to functioning on that really low level. So it doesn't allow you the access to that energy, which means that in order to maintain your weight, sustain your weight, you have to eat less and less and less and less and be very mindful you're going to gain it all back. So as you're doing this program, it starts to give you more energy. So with where we're at week nine, don't be surprised if your portions actually get larger. Like remember that portions are always what they feel like and not about what they look like. And a reason for that is as we progress in the program, you may find that you need a little bit more at your meals and or your snacks. So be in tune to that. Also what's happening is seasonally where we're at. So again, your body's pulling you out of that winter hibernation mode and it's giving you more energy, right? The days are getting longer. It's giving you more energy. Um, so that this those two things alone, plus we tend to be more active, right? So we go from winter time, not really doing much to all of a sudden it's a nice day. Let me go for a walk or let me get out there. Let me start doing more things. Also after the pandemic being, you know, very sedentary, not really doing a lot of things, not going places and whatnot, right? So, so all of those in combination are causing your body to be super healthy and strong and efficient and work at the most optimal levels. And because you're in tune with your body and because it trusts you, it's going to tell you that you're hungry. So don't be afraid to eat more. What you want to do though is continue to ask those four questions. And so this is what tends to happen at this point in the program. If you're feeling the opposite, if with this protein and fat you feel like you're heavy and bogged down, it's probably more that you're dropping the ball and asking those four questions and your portion sizes are a little bit too much for what your body actually needs. And because you're in tune to your body's needs, you're feeling that. So if you feel like you need to eat more, eat more. Make 
sure you make your food choice nutrient rich. Make sure you still ask those four questions, but don't be afraid of your portions. This is like one day you might need one egg, the next day three eggs to feel satisfied. That's totally fine. Also, if you're feeling a little on the heavier side, a little weighed down, make sure you're asking those four questions, right? Also, make sure you're drinking the water too. A lot of times at this point, we the water's just like, ah, you know what I mean? I have to keep drinking my water. So make sure you're staying on top of your water as well. As I drink my coffee. As I drink my coffee. Let me scroll down. Does anyone else find this easier knowing 25,000 friends are doing the same thing? Brenda, right? Yes! So we have, we have hands down. And you know, so my team and I, because we're starting to think marketing, like we had this amazing program. So, so in the last couple of groups, we've been really working on sort of the business, business behind the scenes. My last group, we really worked on, uh, last couple of groups, our program specialists and program knowledge and really making a really super solid product. And so now is the time to start thinking about getting it out there to the world. We have this app that we're working on. So we're starting to think about that. And we really are starting to think about what makes the living method different. And every single time, we come up with is our amazing community. Like it really like, have you ever had so much fun trying to lose weight? Have you ever felt so, so supportive while trying to lose weight? You know, um, Sarah talked about this as well in our spill the tea conversations, the importance of community. And I, I do want to say like, I do know there are so many of you right now who are listening, who have never asked a question or made a comment in the group. And, and I hope that you feel safe and comfortable to do so because there's no time like the present to dive right in. Um, but you know, the people who do make the community are the people who comment, who ask the questions on the live, even though I don't get to more than half of them. You create thoughts and you create engagements, you know, at the end of the day. But statistics and studies do show that doing doing something with a partner or in a community does help increase your chances of being successful, you know, so it's a big part of it. Uh, hi, Angela. Yes, I, I, I actually um, you know, I read some of your comments last night on my socials. Uh, I am stalled like a car that the gas and the oil that seemed that the alternator is busted. I hit a lowest low, 16 pounds down, but the end of last week and this week, I'm up four pounds and thought I was going to drop, but I've gone up another point too. I know the scale is a tool, but it's still frustrating. Okay, so there's a couple things that could be happening in your stalling, right? And I, I don't know, so I don't know your specific particular, particular uh, circumstances, particular circumstances. But if you've lost 16 pounds, that is a considerable amount of weight in nine weeks, 10 if you include prep weight, right? Like it's, hang on, I need coffee, but I probably need is water. So you think about it and, and you might be saying, well, I know there's people in this group who've lost 30 already. There's people who've lost 40 already. Remember, it's also relevant to the weight that people have to lose and the state of your body when you bring it into this process. So 16 pounds is a considerable amount of weight in the time frame that we've had so far. So remember, we still have the whole back end of the program, right? So so you could easily drop another five, I don't know, even more, we've had, um, I don't wanna go into that. Let's talk about you. So that's a lot of weight. So it could be that your body needs time to solidify your weight. So time on a plateau is not lost time. That's really important. Time on a plateau is not doesn't mean things aren't working. Time on a plateau doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. It could just mean that your body needs that time to solidify those 16 pounds, to adjust to the weight that has been lost so your new weight becomes your new norm. And I, I talked about this on yesterday's live because I saw this guy who followed me and he was like, he was a weight, I'm always interested in other weight loss people who follow me and see what they're saying. And he had this video on plateaus. And it's like, when you hit a plateau, it means what you're doing isn't working. And I was just like, huh, what? 
And he's like, when you hit a plateau, you need to work even harder. And I'm just like, what? And then he's like, you need to, you know, dig into those portions, eat even less. I'm like, huh? Oh, I don't. And then he's like, you need to bump up your protein. I'm like, yeah, not sure that's it. And I was just like, fuck me. This whole thing about plateaus being so bad and, you know, means things that aren't working and means that you have to eat less and exercise even more. Like, I get it when you do those crappy, shitty deprivation diets. That's the only way you can keep that scale moving. Eat even less, exercise even more. That's because your body is resisting, resisting what you are doing and trying to bring you back up to that set point. With this process, you want plateaus, you need plateaus. They are such an important part of the process. Now, that doesn't mean be super patient. It doesn't mean it's, they're not frustrating. So I'm going to give you that, right? Like you, you, can, you, you can indulge in your feels and then be proactive at the same time, right? So that doesn't mean like, you know, you shouldn't be frustrated. Just like in, embrace and enjoy a plateau. But really do what you can to wrap your head around a plateau. So whenever you feel yourself being frustrated about the plateau, also simultaneously remind yourself, this is your body working for you. A plateau isn't your body fighting you. Your plateau isn't like, fuck you, are you done? I'm not losing any more weight. I'm, we're just going to stay fat forever. I love being fat. I'm going to make you fat and miserable, and that's how it's going to be. That's not what this is. Your body is just like, yo, can you wait? just give me a minute? Like, I've got to adjust a lot of things. The size of our heart needs to adjust. Our body temperature needs to adjust. Our metabolism needs to adjust. Our hormones that you keep going on about need to adjust to our new weight. So if you could just give me a second to adjust to that new weight, right? So that, that toes are important. But that said, you don't just want to sit there and be like, you know, you know, knit a scarf or whatever while you're waiting to get off your plateau. This is where maximizing comes in. This is where, yes, doing the things that all the things that you can do will definitely make a difference. More than that, you need to also adjust to where your body is at. So this is what I'm talking about portions. Sometimes people get stuck on their portions got so small. Old diet mentality comes in. They're on a plateau. They're like, I'm frustrated. Let me eat even less, right? Let me skip some of the meals and snacks. They're not like, so there are things you want to keep in mind. Supplements, for example, were you taking them and then you kind of laid off them? Water, for example, were you drinking a certain amount and now you're just kind of like, nah, or you're still drinking that amount, but your lips are dry and you're thirsty and you're not drinking more, even though your body's telling you more. Are you keeping your portions small, ask, but, but kind of asking those four questions, but still hungry? Do you know what I mean? Are you making a point to make your food choices nutrient rich at this point? Are you trying to get enough sleep? So for example, you know, look at how many people are talking about how this time change of one hour really messes you up. And we actually know that it does. So what are the things you can do to adjust to that, adjust your sleep schedule. Do you know what I mean? Everyone just insists on going to the bed at the same time rather than adjusting your sleep schedule, right? So there are things that you can do, you know, when that time change comes. So you also could have decided that you're going to start working out, moving your body more, right? And now your body is sore, plus you're not drinking more water, plus you're not eating more foods. Do you know what I mean? So this is where don't get stuck on what you've done to lose weight up to this point. Get stuck on what you need to do right now to keep things moving forward. So that's really where you want to look. What do I need today? Set those intentions, end of day reflections, be super in tune, really dig in and ask those four questions, right? Really, really be in tune to that water that you're drinking, maximize your efforts, pull out that maximizing post. So there's always things that you can do. For example, are you taking, have like, have you taken time to deep breathe? right? Like your stress levels, maybe you're an accountant. Again, I don't know, Angela, I don't know your situation, just trying to throw things at you, hoping something sticks. Maybe you're an accountant and this is a very stressful time of year for you. You're not even, you're, you're stressed and you're busy at work.
work, but you're not factoring that in because you're focused on your weight loss journey and you're doing the things you need to do, but you're not factoring in your higher stress levels, right? And because you maybe drop the ball and taking your supplements, you're not getting the omega-3 that you need, even though you're trying to make your foods nutrient-rich. So add that omega-3 back in. That's going to help offset the stress levels. Do some deep breathing exercises. Go for some walks after dinner. Do you know what I mean? Like if I sat down with you right now and I said, you know, are you, are you moving your body? What are you doing for that? Can you level that up? How's your water, right? How are you doing with that? Can you level that up? How's your stress levels? How are you managing that? Can you level that up? How about your sleep? How are you doing that? Can you level that up? Do you have any health issues, right? Like your hormones or whatever that could be addressed, right? Let's level that up. You know, so, 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 so just some things to think about at this point. A lot of times what's happening is people feel the pressure of the group coming to an end. And the reality is your journey is going to take as long as it's going to take. Like I'm the one who decides on the start date and the end date. I pick three months because that's a digestible amount of time. Like you can wrap your head around three months. If it was up to me, I'd run a six month program. I would. I'd run a six-month program or even a year-long program because in the reality, that's what a lot of people would need. And people are becoming more open and open and open and open to that. But I like these digestible bits, right? And the program works when we we're repeating the process. So, you know, I pick the start date and the end date. You, 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 it's not for you to fit into my little box of time. It's for you to take all the time that you're going to need in order to reach that goal finally and forever, right? So, so just, some, just some food for thought there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, good morning. I've hit a plateau for the first time. First program. Hi, Andrea. Down 16.6 and stayed this well. There we go. Another person, 16 pounds, hitting a bit of plateau. That could be a threshold for some people, right? Stay the same for the last four days. Digging deep in my journaling on the power of the scale and that darn metal box. Yeah, I know. Also noticing my sugar cravings around stress and able to make new choices. Tea, good. So so many amazing non-scale victories. My rheumatoid arthritis pain is completely eased. I love this. Love the program. Already signed up for the next. Yeah, those those not. I love this so much, Angela. Those isn't it amazing right? How your body is on your side. See, when you have health issues, when you're dealing with the program and you're able to quantify the changes that your body is making and how that's actually adding up into results beyond the scale, like that shit's so fucking motivating. Honestly, when you're just so focused on the scale as your measure of success, it definitely makes it for a much more frustrating process rather than really like if, if not this, then what? 
And let's say that you forget about dieting altogether. Well, you still want to live your healthiest, longest life, I would imagine. So there's there's still all the benefit of the world in being in tune with your body and strengthening that mind-body connection, right? And strengthening your intuition. There's still so much benefit in drinking enough water to be hydrated and eating nutrient-rich, healthy foods for your body. There's still so much to be learned by being open and aware of your thoughts and how you're navigating life and the things that you're working through. Like, there's really no downside side to this process like every person should do a program like this just to help themselves get healthier in fact that's one of the things that with Ruth Kane and her team that we're eventually looking to do is provide online learning platforms for people to get healthier so many people who walk away from their doctor and they're like well you have you know you have arthritis when so you can try to eat better move your body more like well what does that mean eat better eat better when people think eat better they think diets and then what are the diets that they have to choose from do you know what I mean starve yourself diet deprive yourself diet restrict yourself died you know what I mean um, you know like it's just like it's craziness out there so so when you have like non-scale victories that you're focused on it really you know it really helps to reinforce the behavior because you're actually seeing tangible things that you're improving on which is just so amazing like that's it right like it's, I'm sure and at the point like that's that trade-off I'm sure Andrea like yes it's about losing weight yes I want to lose weight obviously losing weight helps to decrease inflammation in your body which helps make you feel better but for so many people it's so much more than that you know which is which is this again you can't buy that in a pill you can't get that from a deprivation diet you have to do that by putting in the work and the time and the effort that it's going to take you know so good hi Blair good morning I gotta say this program is life-changing I'm down 20 pounds since the start of the program in January and it's the longest I've stuck to something where I'm taking care of myself. Ah, yes, the this, right? This, and, and it's not easy to prioritize yourself in your life and take the time that you need to do the things, but this is what I mean by all the little things that you're doing add up and make a difference. Just by that 1%, leveling up 1% here. What just the small things. I'm a massive believer in all the small things that you can do add up. Like, honestly, example of that it all makes sense even my partner is asking questions now while on his own journey loving that the clothes that were tight are now feeling better and I can't wait to get to Cuba in April to celebrate where I've got uh, got to take a freaking holiday finally I know so many people getting away I love that so many people getting away um we just had again not back to talk about the conversation so you have all you have access to all the way in Wednesday conversations which are the maintenance they happen in our maintenance groups so we have a maintenance group and so so yesterday's guest, Melanie, she's traveled, What did, she did the program and she traveled 42 out of 91 days, 42 out of 91 days. She travels all the time and she's reached her goal and she has been in maintenance since July. And so we've talked to her about travel. And this is the thing. It's just, she's just, her mind is blown. She's done, she's worked for Weight Watchers for 18 years. She's done all of the diets. And now she's traveling. And what an, insp and what an inspiration to so many people who, like, first of all, we get to travel again. But we don't want to travel and be stressed. We want to enjoy all the yummy bites and bits. We don't really worry about, oh, my God, we're going to gain weight and whatever. You know, you just get back. You get right back at it because it's not enough time for your body to take the foods that you're eating and convert them into fats. And your body doesn't want to make you fat. It doesn't. 
doesn't want this weight. It's not interested in carrying it around. It's not interested in you feeling shitty and crappy and all those things and not doing all of those things. You know what I mean? So it's so exciting. I love that you said that. It's probably the the, the best compliment, you know. And, and I don't mean and I know you I know you don't mean life changing because you can get your fit your ass into your jeans. You know what I mean? Like people are looking for life changing change and I think they're always surprised by the kind of life changing, more in tune to your body, better relationship with self, better relationship with food, calm. You know what I mean? In tune, like just feeling really good and feeling really hopeful like it freaking feels good to feel good I love it and this is also you know especially when you're new to the program it means so much because just I hope you understand how much mad respect I know myself and my team have for you for continuing to show up for still being here at this at this point we know the program is a lot it's there's a lot of working parts to it this is how the conversation started today there's a lot of working parts to it it can be hard for a lot of people to grasp how is this going to work how is it all going to come together and if you if I take it back to those first conversations I was just like trust me it's going to come together just show up do the work do the things it's going to come together and you're going to see how it comes together but it's hard to explain that unless you kind of go through it right which is really exciting at this point in the program you people are starting to see how it's coming together you know and the coolest part is still yet to come the, ah, the coolest part is still yet to come this is just the setup to that this it's coming it's coming so many of you though um, heading away for vacations um, please do not be stressed about that remember that we do have that post let's talk travel let's revisit travel plus the the team is here to help answer any questions that you have. Super knowledgeable team, all been through the program, the process. They'll be afraid to reach out anytime that you need with your with your um, certain circumstances, right? Last night, my beautiful eight-year-old daughter cried because she thinks she's fat and all her friends are skinny. She is not. Let me read this. Uh, but I'm so sad. Sad. It started already. Yeah. I've got four kids. Three of them are, are daughters. And the conversations that happen at such an early age. So I so I remember um, how old or what do they have been? Oh my goodness. I think my oldest would have been like 12. And they were in a new school, Boundary. And this, rather than, they went from playing on the playground to standing around drama, gossip, talking about their weight and going on diets. I actually went to the school and said, you know, let me start, I would love to start a, a girls group, like a, a group where, now it wasn't all that inclusive at the time, which I now realize, but whatever, if I, if I go back, I'd do it differently. Um, just got to say that. But um, I was like, well, let's talk about other things. Let's talk about, you know, life, inspiring life things and try to like divert the conversation from the drama and the weights and the dieting and whatever. And we can talk about healthy eating and whatever. And at first they thought it was a great idea. And then it just got so political, I never ended up doing it. But it honestly broke my heart. Last night, my beautiful eight-year-old daughter cried because she thinks she's fat and her friends are skinny. She is not, I'm, but I'm so sad to start already. She's been watching both her parents watch you every day and plan your healthy meals. So at bedtime, she has to watch Gina. Oops. Sorry about the F-bombs. Uh, we did, but I told her how just making yummy, healthy food choices are all we need to do because growing is so important. Any advice on this, Gina? Hi, Sarah. Yes. Yes, I do. Um, so... So, man, man, oh, remember when Weight Watchers came out with that, oh, God, it just burns my soul. When Weight Watchers came out with that diet app, I was just, like, so mad. I just, I couldn't even. So, I have a lot of people come on, and they're concerned about the impact of dieting on their children. So, you know, here's this thing. First of all, we, we think our kids want to eat crappy right? They don't want to. Sure. Chips are yummy. Like, you know, gummies are yummy. Like, sure. Junk food, is, junk food is yummy. But kids are, kids, a lot of times we think that kids have, like, for example, I've got, I'm all over the place with this. So I love working with young women, 
right? Because when you can get them earlier and help them understand, if you don't eat, it's going to cause your body to feel need to store fat. So all you have to do is give your body what it needs, and it's not going to feel need to store fat. Maintain that nice high metabolism that you have when you're young. That's all you got to do. You know those people who eat all the time and they never gain weight, even though they eat all the time and they eat junk and hot dogs because they have a high metabolism. Their body has no need to store fat. That's it. It's that simple. That's what we're trying to get back to, right? And um, so when you're young, you have that nice high metabolism, and and so I love you know, talking to, to young people. But a lot of times I'll get the moms come into the room with me and they'll explain, well, this and that, and they feel this and that, whatever. And so it's like the mom, the parents, assume that the children have the same issues that they have. Meanwhile, they've been trying to diet, lose weight for 20 years, and their kid hasn't. Do you know what I mean? It's it's interesting to see because we assume that, you know, because this is how we feel about foods, our, our kids feel about foods. When in reality, so when my kids were young, um, I sort of, I just taught them, they, they like my kids, they, my kids will tease me sometimes, they'll go on a riff and pretend that they're me and spew all my information and whatever, like, you know, um, they're, they're very knowledgeable about the program, having <laughs> been around, put it that way. Um, but then when they were young, I didn't talk to them about it. I just lived my life and, you know, snacks were abundant in, in my house. Like a lot of parents would be like, how do you get your kids to eat healthy? I'm like, well, you don't expect them to go to the fridge and eat healthy. They're not going to go to the fridge and pull out fruit and wash the fruit and cut the fruit up. They're not going to go to the fridge and take carrot sticks. They're not going to go to the cupboards and they're not going to eat the nuts. A lot of times the reason why they want junk food or whatever is because it's convenient for them. So if you want your kids to eat healthy, just put that food on the table and say nothing. And just watch them. They'll just come around the table after school, put out, like, so after school, what we do is we have veg vegetable snacks. We take the fruit snacks from the morning, leftover stuff. We have the vegetable snacks from the afternoon, leftover stuff, nuts and seeds from our snacks, and we just put them on the table. They'll come. Sometimes they'll just come and grab a couple of things. Sometimes they won't get any. Sometimes they'll sit there and mow it. So the thing is just, just make it convenient for your your kids to eat healthier and they'll eat healthier, right? Like, so I, I was to the point where, you know, I, I've done, I was like an old school mom. I had four kids, so shit was expensive. So I didn't have the money to do like these super ridiculous birthday parties that other people did. And so I'd have old school ones, you know, pin the tail on the donkey, balloons, you know, all those things at my house, million kids running around. And sure, I would have chips but I would also have like strawberries and you know fruits and all these other healthy foods and you'd watch the kids come over and eat now the healthy foods usually the fruit would be the first thing to go there would be M&Ms and whatever and you know so a lot of times we think that our kids aren't interested in healthy food when in reality we don't provide the convenience of the healthy food you know and with this program I can tell you that I've heard from so many people say oh my goodness my kid wanted my kid asked to have some leafy greens tonight need a salad like your kids want to do what you want to do they want to do the things they want to do in life they they want to do it all with you. They, 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 they're watching you, you know? So when you talk, this is why I don't use words. You'll notice I never like I F bomb is not F word is not a swear word in my house. Stupid. That's a massive major swear word in my house. I hate anything. That's a swear word in my house. Those are swear words in my house. You can say F word all you want, even though they don't, but the, you know, those are, those are, sorry. You'll notice I never say control, never say control with this process. I never say moderation. Even in saying in control, I, I hardly ever use the word control. I hardly ever use the word moderation. I just think they have no place in, in, in dieting. We're not trying to control anything. We're not trying to have willpower. We're not trying to do that either. We're just trying to be in tune to our body's needs. So you'll notice the language that I use is very thoughtful, right? Because it, it, I believe that words have meaning. So your kids are, are, are learning by example. 
So, you know, even when it comes to portions, we're in tune. So if you, it, you have to normalize leaving food on your plate, right? Like so many, so many of us are in trouble because we're told, you know, eat everything on your plate. You're going to sit. I remember one time I was at my friend's place, man, they, her, their mom was hardcore and I get it because that now I realize that their, their parents came from a place where they didn't have food and, and food was scarce and you, you know, you eat the food because you're so lucky to have the food. I remember they made us sit there at the table until she finished her food. I'm like her friend over for dinner. We had to sit there. You're going to sit there until you eat your food. Do you know what I mean? And and even my ex-husband, he was taught to do this. He had to sit there until all his food was like that. You were punished if you didn't eat all your food. So if you can imagine, you're carrying that for, when we talk about working through your issues and associations with food, that's a big one. So you have to normalize, you have to normalize, you know, not eating everything on your plate. You also have to trust yourself that when your kid maybe doesn't want to eat something, it's because it doesn't work well with their system. So I have this kid, Taryn, who she just doesn't like meat. From the, like the day she was born, she she eats certain things. But from the day she was born, I was like, how can someone not like meat? But oh, I have learned that she's never lost that. So chances are, if your kid doesn't like eating a certain food, they're they just don't like it. I, this thing about kids trying to and this is, was a thing that kids are trying to control you by eating or not eating their food. Well, so what? Your kid doesn't want to eat their food. Well, at some point they're going to be hungry. And if you give them healthy foods, they're going to eat that food because at some point they're going to be hungry and need to eat. Like, our, I don't believe that kids are trying to control us with food. I don't believe that when your two-year-old, three-year-old is eating broccoli and they're just like, oh, I don't like it or whatever it could be. We have grown-ass adults in the group who have a hard time eating broccoli and, and cruciferous vegetables because they are hard on your system. They're important to add in because they're important for detox and the way that body it functions. And there's a reason why they're hard to digest. And the fact that they're hard to digest is because our, our bodies are low in digestive enzymes and that doesn't mean don't eat them it means like let's put some focus on our digestive system but when you're young it's hard to articulate that so don't force your kids to eat healthy foods that's that's one thing you don't want to do just because eat it because it's healthy for you you don't want to force them you want them to eat it because yes it's healthy for them because they enjoy it and make those positive associations with foods that they're eating also they'll wait till dinner right when you're when your kids are telling you i'm hungry you know offer them some convenient healthy snacks this is what we have do you know what I mean? And and so like this is why, you know, it was snack city around my house, but you know, I have kids who who very easily are able to maintain their weight because they have high metabolisms. And I would get this a lot when well, your kids eat a lot because my kid would scarf down five hot dogs. You know, how come they're so skinny? Well, because they have really high metabolisms because they just eat. Do you know what I mean? So I was very mindful of that. But really the biggest thing when it comes to foods or people around you, whether it be your spouse that you're trying to influence or your kids are trying to influence. It's all about how you're how you're presenting it. Like when you get on that scale in the morning, that's really important. The way you talk about your weight, the way you talk about yourself while you are trying to lose weight, especially if you have a kids around you, is not only important to your soul, the way you're speaking to yourself. I know this may sound a little corny or lame, but it's not. But they're listening. They're learning from you how to communicate about to themselves about themselves so if you're teaching them the scale is this thing that you get on that you use to berate yourself every day or that you're disappointed even though you're doing all these healthy choices you know then then that's sending mixed messages i'm trying to be healthy but then i'm pressuring myself berating myself that i'm not getting a certain desired result and this is why focusing on all your non-scale victories and having conversations like you can have a conversation about losing weight i don't know losing weight loss has become a real downer term and i understand why but you know, 
the thing is is that even with all the body positivity which is great love yourself no matter what weight that you are your your self-love shouldn't be tied to your weight and that's the problem they have with the, the body positivity um, movement right now is they've tied it so deep into weight loss that when people are trying to lose weight it's a bad thing but that voice inside your head you can love your ass all you want but that voice inside your head that's saying you hey you know, can you drink a little bit more water? Can we get a little bit more sleep? Can we move our body a little bit more? I feel slow and sluggish. I feel uncomfortable in my skin. I don't feel great. Can we just eat a fucking vegetable? Do you know what I mean? Like that's, that's not going to go away. That's your, that's you. That's you in there, right? You got to turn the volume up on that. Sarah Shulman and and listen to that and that's not going to go away you know what I mean so you, if you want to lose weight there's nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight so we have to normalize that conversation so me being a mommy my, I've gained weight you know for for a variety of different reasons my body has felt the need to put on a little extra weight and that's not the healthiest for me and I don't feel my best so I'm now making choices in my life that are going to help my body release that fat and no longer feel like it needs that fat so I can have a bit better energy so I can feel a little more comfortable do you know what I mean like there's a way to talk there's nothing wrong with saying that you want to lose weight the pandemic was very hard on us you know I I was during a pandemic that we've just gone through is very stressful for a variety of reasons I I wasn't able to be as active I wasn't able to make choices that I you know would like to to make very stressful in my body and the impact of that is that I've put on a little bit of weight you know so my pants don't fit and I don't feel so comfortable and I just want to feel better so I'm going to help my body and give my body what it needs so I feel better you know so weight loss isn't a dirty word you know you're you're helping the body release fat that no longer serves a purpose for you you know and there's a healthy way that you can do that so a lot of times we get nervous about talking about dieting because the impact that it's have but we, we we're weird about it when we don't need to be weird about it do you know what I mean? Like normalize it, but 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 also what you want your kids to see and the people in your life is you're making healthy choices. You're not starving and depriving, not eating, not not eating till twelve o'clock in the afternoon, trying to do weird shit in order to lose weight. You know, I know splitting up your meals and snacks might be, but again, splitting up your meals and snacks is like you know I'm trying to get more in tune to my portions right now, and this is something that I'm doing that as a practice to help me learn to get more in tune to what my body's needs. Do you know what I mean? So it's all about how you talk about it and present it. And um, the reason why I want to spend so much time on that is because it's something that I don't talk a lot about don't talk a, a lot about but I know because uh, I try to stay in my lane and I try to like this is this is adults so I try to stay in my lane when it comes to weight loss but this is an important conversation to have um I gotta get going uh Tori Gina you now have 28,000 guests coming to your way I would like so in the weight I want to do so I you know I, I in our uh, way in Wednesday conversation yesterday um, cause you know how much I love to talk weight loss and even on vacation. Um, we talked about, um, we are always talking about cause you know, the fourth stage of finally and forever. So this finally and forever is losing your weight in a healthy way, putting the time into solidifying your weight. And then there's testing the waters, right? Getting to trust your new body and the changes that you've made. And then there's like, wake up, look good, feel good. Just live your life, move it up. And so we're talking about testing the waters and we're talking about traveling and testing the waters. Like we need to test the waters by traveling and we need to do like a test the waters trip. So make no mistake, I I can't think of anything more inspiring than get togethers with like-minded people, you know, who've done this amazing thing and gone to this amazing place with themselves. Like I can't even imagine getting a bunch of Livy losers in a, in a, in a, in a, in a room, whether on a cruise ship or somewhere or just at a convention center or a movie theater whatever I I just can't even I'm gonna go see Jay Shetty tonight so I'm excited about that um, I, you know my friends Kat and Nat they 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 do 
these things where they bring all these moms and people together and it's just is so fun and I'm thinking oh my god could you imagine if we did something like that where we bunch of people together so um, we're going to see Jay Shetty tonight I, I want to start getting out there I want to start every time I've met people in my community it's just been like <sighs> the best people honestly and it's just such a vibe and you know what's so strange is no one's really talking about weight loss they just talk about how good they feel you know the changes that they've made in life and I think that's just a whole fucking vibe because what you're accomplishing here and the skills that you're acquiring you just take that into life in general if you can do this man you can do anything you know so so um, I, I would love to get together with all the Libby losers and do something fun maybe not my wedding and I'll, the only reason why is because the resort is completely sold out <laughs> I didn't find everybody. <laughs> I gotta go. Uh, I hope that you're really stoked with where you're at in the program and the process. It's where things come. Dig those heels in in a sense of try to make the most of the time that we have left because this is where everything really is aligning. You have a lot of time. Don't put your pressure on yourself with the time. That's not what I mean. I mean, don't, don't slow down. Keep going. Think about finishing this group just as strong if not stronger than the day that you started and think about if you were to finish this is just as strong stronger than the day you started what that's gonna mean to you what that's gonna feel like in your soul even if you're like fuck you Gina I'm done with your program I never want to see your face again great but you would have started and finished this thing and that's gonna make you feel really good about your next your next steps in your journey do you know what I mean so make that your focus and and be frustrated and feel the feels feel all the feelings but don't let that also stop you from from making the most of the time that you have left and really begin to a place where you're super make this about being super proud of yourself at the end not about that scale throw those calendars out that you're xing how much you need to lose and how much you want to lose by the end see how proud you can be by the end of the program make that your mission you won't go wrong have an amazing day everyone I'll check in later bye